So ladies and gentlemen, welcome to What Has The News Ever Done For Me? I bring in three of the greatest comedy minds of their generation. I set them a challenge. Find what they think is the most important news story of the week, and they have two minutes to persuade you why it's the news story that you should care the most about. Um, and then at the end, we'll have a big old vote because when has democracy ever led us astray before? <laughs> ever. So, can you please give a big round of applause for our amazing act, uh, the amazing Amy I went to go see Simon Munry at Soho Theatre uh, about a couple of years ago and he has got a rap in his show where he goes Putin, he pulls in a tip, he sniffs his poo, he loves his poo, Putin, he pulls in a tip, he sniffs his poo, he loves his poo, poo in a tip, poo, it like goes on my like <laughs> Two days later I was travelling to Russia and that was just, I was in Russia with Putin in my head the whole time. To the point where I had to just lock some people in the room and be like, I've got to tell you what's in my head. And I did it for them and they were like, Amy, the microphones. And I was like, what? And they're like, shut up. <laughs> there we go, I love the news. And that's the um, Jack, are you, so you write for the Guardian. Have you ever oh. been inside the, the newspaper offices? Or? No, I've never met anyone from the Guardian. Fun fact. Look in the mirror, mate. <laughs> <laughs> One step right back at you. I'm sort of, I still haven't met anyone from The Guardian to the point that I'm worried that it's a prank, that it's just a big prank, and that at some point I'll like walk in and I'll go, God, The Guardian hasn't existed for 25 years. <laughs> We've been photoshopping these things. Um, but no, I, I do it all online. Um, so I could be, I could easily have been catfished. Oh my god, I could have been Catherine. <laughs> Do we need to explain to, to young people, so in the olden days, they used to print the internet out. <laughs> I, even just saying that loud doesn't make any sense. They used to print the internet every single day, somebody's job to print the internet out, and people used to write these really long tweets, and they would go into the, these papers. Paper is flat, bendy trees. <laughs> <laughs> And a tree is not okay. <laughs> um, this Tom. is a hologram of a tree. <laughs> um, so Tom, you write for it a lot of topical news shows. I do. And I mean, I'm in some. Anyone see the match report? Yeah. Anyone see an episode of the match report where there was a, a doctor for about three seconds? This guy. Ooh. It's Doctor Three Seconds. Yeah. <laughs> and what were, what, were, what were your lines? Uh, it was about the NHS and how we should fund the NHS. I don't know what they are exactly. It's something like, let's shake uh, Richard Branson by his ankles uh, until old people stop dying. Because he's played a, a, a doctor yeah. for three minutes on the BBC, he can give, if any of you've got any sort of skin conditions, he is, he's, you can sort of, how far up do you think you can sort of give? Diagnosis, Ash? Uh, oh, I'm, I'm very confident. I'm thinking about, you know, I worked out. I, I was on TV for about three seconds. I think I got paid more for that than like a bloody trainee nurse does for a day's work. Wow. Well, I mean, wow, it's, 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 it takes longer <laughs> to get to that level of comedy than <laughs> television for three minutes. Yeah. But it only takes five years to be a trainee nurse. <laughs> good, good for Tom. Thanks, guys. <laughs> 
that's how actually most doctors get started, is they do like sort of club sets on shows and then they finally make it up <laughs> into pretending to be a doctor on TV. Yeah. Oh, the open doctor circuit, it is right. <laughs> <laughs> when they do really, really well, they're killish. They really yeah. killish. But when someone dies, <laughs> they really die. Thanks, guys. Um, so, I want to see just how in touch you are. Before I hear your stories, I want to see how in touch you are. What you think the great British people care about. So, I went on a Yugo poll website, change.org, my homepage. Any other fans of online petitions? Woo! Yes, yes. They're for people who love voting so much, they do it between elections. <laughs> um, okay, so three online petitions. I want to see if you can guess which one at the time we're going to press has the most signatures. Okay, okay. So is it increase animal welfare legislation within the UK? Seems quite worthy. Yeah. Is it extend McDonald's breakfast past 10.30? <laughs> or is it make Philip Schofield's birthday a national holiday? <laughs> oh, those are all strong contenders. Yeah. yeah. I think the Philip Schofield one, there's a car insurance advert that's trying to push the idea of Philip Schofield being a good person. And I, <laughs> and I think that's a plant right here. Because like a, a long grift. Yeah. Philip Schofield is Because he's, he's, he's fine. He's not, he's not like. He's not. Do you not think they're trying to make Philip Schofield this national treasure? Yeah, that's, what I, that's how I feel. Nobody, I mean, fine. He's not Richard Whiteley. Hack! Do you, do you guys remember Richard Whiteley? Oh. Yeah. Richard Whiteley. You know, 8 out of 10 cats does countdown. Yeah. There's a serious version of that, that that people watch genuinely that's just normal. And uh, he used to present that. It's weird, isn't it? <laughs> now, if he had had a national day, fine. Yeah, but Schofield, no. Definitely not Schofield. Schofield, no. Does anybody else feel like we were being sort of pressured to be endeared by Philip Schofield? It's a bit when Jerry Halliwell wants to be, remember she wants to be a gay icon for a bit. <laughs> and the gay community were a bit like, mm, slow your roll. Slow <laughs> your roll. Is that the it's raining men? Because <laughs> mm. I remember thinking that. I was like, yeah. it's too much. Yeah. And um, guys, what do we think? Uh, McDonald's. 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 Yeah. We all think McDonald's. Yeah. Well, I can tell you, in last place, with only twenty signatures, it is extend McDonald's breakfast. What? Oh, oh. it's the animals. It's the animals. Only no. twenty people cared. Then in second place, with two hundred and fifty-eight votes. Increase animal welfare. No! Okay. And stung, storming ahead with 310 passionate signatures. It's make Philip Schofield's birthday no. a national holiday. Uh, a round of applause for Philip Schofield! Yeah, Is he always pissed? Like, that's his thing. He's very good on social media, and it's just him shit faced the whole time <laughs> on Instagram, like doing weird videos. Is that him? And then, then someone who trolls him who says, pay more attention to your wife, Philip. His wife. Yeah, it's great. Go watch it. Um, so we know they know nothing about what the great British public care. Uh, they are not in touch with the zeitgeist, but still they have stories that they feel passionate about. And I think we will go to... Jack, we'll go to you first. Okay. So, uh, Jack, um, a lot of uh, stories in the news at the moment. America tearing itself apart. Russia being fucking Russia. What news story do you think the great British public right here should care the most about? The Irish border. 
that you know you you learn about things that that you didn't know previously that's kind of what news would be i suppose uh this has sort of been around for a while the irish border <laughs> quite quite a long time uh if you didn't know ireland and northern ireland different countries uh and the border happened in 1923 so this is more what has geography done for us just so you guys know <laughs> um but the reason that i'm talking about it today is people people don't seem to know and i feel like more people should know the irish border has sort of been the same vaguely um it's a bit like alan degeneres it's been exactly the same since the 90s and it's really impressive everyone finds that incredible and it's also it's, it's a real achievement you know people look at both the irish border and alan degeneres and go this is amazing how is this still happening you look fantastic um, but there's a very good chance that both will descend into violent mayhem. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but, I mean, really, the problem with the Irish border is uh, Brexit, you know, because, you know, you know how Brexit is, is the black goop that's destroying everything that we hold dear to us right now, of course. I'm sitting in a room in Camden, we all know this. Um, it's kind of like being uh, eaten by a spider, you know? <laughs> In the sense that it's, um, stay with me, uh, in the sense that we're trapped by it, we can't do anything, and it's taking forever. Like, I feel like most death, you'd be like, oh no, we're dying. Whereas this is more like, oh, it's just, just, just kill me, please, please just kill me, get on with it. Um, and if you imagine British politics, um, British, like, history, like a horror film in which there's a giant spider uh, who's killing us all, um, you'd say that England would be portrayed by Gary Oldman, because he's a very serious man, uh, he thinks he's very good, and he's actually a prick. Um, uh, Scotland would be portrayed by Sigourney Weaver. I don't know why, but she would. Uh, Wales would be portrayed by a 90s comedian who you've kind of forgotten about, like David Spade. Uh, and Northern Ireland would be portrayed by someone you don't recognise because they're the one that's going to die first. <laughs> Um, and the Brexit we portrayed by uh, Andy Serkis, obviously, uh, in a motion capture thing. Um, because Northern Ireland is the coalface, it's where like, the actual Brexit is happening. It's the, the bit, you know, the, it's Britain on one side and the EU on the other. It's actual, it's actual Brexit. I say it's the coalface because, you know, it's, it's where stuff's happening and also everything's on fire all the time. They have a lot of fire constantly <laughs> in Northern Ireland, if you guys ever go and you see lots of fire. My wife is Northern Irish. Um, and, you know, we, we say that Northern Ireland's been peaceful since the 90s. Um, on my wedding day in Northern Ireland, there were still riots. They're just, just riots. They were just like, oh yeah, there were some riots last night. It's just a thing that happens. I mean, I was getting married, so. <laughs> 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 the point is, is that uh, no one's talking about it because the two plans that we have so far are hard border, which um, some people do not like at all, with good reason, um, because, you know, like, people's opinion about 
Ireland, you know, some good stuff came out of it, like uh, Enya's first album. <laughs> and some bad stuff came out of it, like Enya's other albums. <laughs> but there's a, there's a, it's, it's a very precarious position. And the solution that currently we've got is um, magic. That's what we're going to do. We're basically just going to have no border, but at the same time it'll be a border, with uh, smart technology, which of course isn't a thing. And uh, Boris Johnson's compared it to uh, the border between Islington and Camden. Obviously, if you guys have come from Islington tonight, we will be checking your papers. Um, <laughs> but the problem is, is that they're not stupid. They know that these aren't solutions, but they don't really... They don't really care about it because that's for them. That's not really what Brexit is. Brexit is an angry, impotent scream of nothing, um, <laughs> and and actual facts or actual problems like the whole point that you'd leave. You know, like Northern Ireland should be the the focal point of Brexit because it's actually where there's a land border between the EU and the UK. Like that that should be what everyone's talking about. That's the physical manifestation of Brexit, but it's not because that's not really what Brexit's about. Anyway, it's not a very serious story for this week, you may think, <laughs> but it is a very serious story for the rest of our lives because this will never, ever end. Thank you. I wish I'd heard it remain now. Oh, <laughs> Everybody else feeling bad. Bosses, I just always follow what buses say. <laughs> The, the, the only talented one. Yeah, exactly. the only one that can sing. Yeah. But the one that people don't really sort of give a lot of attention to, or... But there will be the end of all of them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think I'm biased because I don't know if I didn't have a Northern Irish wife whether I would know that much about Northern Ireland, but it seems like people can only have like one fact in their head about Northern Ireland at any time. So... Before, in the, in the 80s, it was bombs, and in the 90s, it was peace, and in the noughties, it was Titanic, I guess. Um, and now it seems to be, like, people don't get the idea that the, there's the DUP, who are terrible, uh, there's, uh, thank you, yes, thank you, um, and there's a horrible political stalemate that's been going on that, that would have, that was going on, you know, since January last year, and probably would have happened if Brexit didn't happen, and then there's also Brexit. And those two things people don't really understand, and they sort of look at and go, "Oh, I don't know. I just want this to be like buses again." Mm. Do you think Brexit's going to happen? Because I've got this feeling that it's not. I think there's going to be another referendum. I, I you know, oh, if you like organise a party and then there start being issues. So it's like, okay, it's going to be at like Danielle's house, and then Danielle calls and she's like, oh, guys, uh, my boiler's gone. And then like, you have to rearrange where it's going to be, and you have to redo everything. And eventually, everyone's just waiting to the point where you just want to say, should we just not have the party? <laughs> and then everyone will be happy. That's how I feel, Brexit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think you're also, in that scenario, yeah. you're also hosting like uh, 20,000 angry toddlers. Yeah, yeah. And if they don't get what they want, mm. they'll kill you. I mean, I've been in that situation. Uh, <laughs> Are you talking here. about Brexiteers or Northern Ireland? Uh, uh, both. Both constantly. <laughs> Before we get to uh, our next story, if you're anything like me, you love the news so much. <coughs> the news itself is not enough. And then you do what I do. I go on the Daily Mail reader's comments. Uh-oh. Oh, yeah. That's where the fucking will of the people is, guys. <laughs> 
So uh, I've trolled through the Daily Mail and I found a very important recent story and I found three comments on that story. So I want to see if you can guess just from the comments what news story that has got people so angry about. So uh, here is the first comment and it simply says, it's from Miss Scousemouth and she's from Liverpool, funny enough. And she says, many years ago, a lad attempted to chat me up and ask me on a date. He told me I had the most beautiful eyes he had ever seen, exactly like his dog, who he loved. We never dated, but I've never forgotten him. Lol. Is it about Prince Harry marrying Meghan Markle? And <laughs> Is that Prince Harry? <laughs> <laughs> That's like 30 likes, oh. I don't know that. You've got eyes like a dog. Yeah. That's nice. <laughs> Classic. Royal Banks, isn't yeah. it? I think. I've never forgotten them. Oh my god. <laughs> Prince Harry said they had eyes like a dog. Like, <laughs> best day in my fucking life. Scouse mouth. <laughs> Scouse mouth does sound like a disease. Okay, I'm only going to reveal who wrote the comment after the comment and let's see if it changes your opinion of the comment. Right, okay. So the comment is social media goes into overdrive. Social media has a meltdown. Go out and get a frigging life of your own, capital letters, instead of getting hot and bothered over someone else's boring pictures on your phone. Honestly, I wish Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and all the rest of them could be abolished. They have turned a whole generation into vacuous mmm orons. Oh. I can't be honest, I agree with that. <laughs> okay, <laughs> the first one left that comment was OJ. Oh, oh shit. Think so. <laughs> what Think we so. don't know, it was I like, OJ. I like how it started, a bit like a beat poem. It's yeah. like, Social media is killing us all. Social media will destroy your brains. So remember, these are the two comments on the same news story. Any idea what they're talking um, about? Oh. Um, Any ideas? I've got an inkling. Okay, final comment. Let's see if this solidifies. Oh, yes. And it's from Brockwood9. It's had 20 likes. And Brockwood9 just says, Unlike, human, unlike humans, dogs have more nobility than humans. <laughs> Unlike humans, dogs have more nobility than humans. 20 likes. I'm a 20 likes? There's a dog thing. Dogs have come up twice. Dogs on social media. Dogs. Ideas? Dogs going on social media. Say more. Dog. Oh, okay, here we go. Dogs on yeah. social media. What? Oh. What do you see? What do you see? Uh, You're in a room. <laughs> Twitter. Twoof. T- woof Twitter. Lolcats. 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 So that is the news that everybody is talking about. A dog has been found on Twitter that looks exactly like Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, Doggy Darko. Oh! Thank you. Thank you. Sorry. Someone thank you. wrote for Radio 4. Okay, so you can pass that around. We're, we're a trusting group there. Do you think that looks like Jake Gyllenhaal? <laughs> Are you going to have nightmares? And say what era? Yeah. Bite crawler. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sounds good. Sounds good. Mm. <laughs> it's like somebody got turned into a dog, but not quite. So like his wife's doing you. Like the like the film Shaggy Dog Story with uh, Tim Allen. 
He's done a lot of shit films. <laughs> he has. Yeah. Just so you guys know, after you've seen that image, you've got seven days until it will crawl out of the forest <laughs> and kill you. So, very sorry. Uh, so we've had one very convincing story, but is it the most important story of the week? Is it the story that historians will be discussing? Is it the story that uh, you know people will still be analysing in years to come? So uh, we're going to go to Tom oh, next. Okay. Yes. So uh, Tom, yeah. a lot of things going on in the world. Brexit's still ongoing, yeah. America tearing itself apart. What news story do you think is the most important story of the week's news? Today's tragic news of a celebrity death. Woo! Thank you. Yes, today we bid goodbye to uh, a champion of mathematics, uh, a genius of physics, and one of the most lauded individuals that this uh, this nation has ever known, uh, Jim Bowen off of Bullseye. Um, you've got to have the, to have the flights are going to go. You've got to have the physics. That's the um, that's how, how it works. Um, yeah, we poor Jim Bowen. Uh, you can't beat a bit of bully. And um, in the end, bully beat him. Uh, and he, uh, I love Bullseye. I was watching Bullseye with my uh, with my mum. And there was a player on the, you know, they got their little name tags. And there's a player on there called Dunk, like Duncan, but he just shortened it to Dunk because it was cool and it was like in 1991 or something. And, uh, and we were watching uh, him on, uh, it was Dunk versus Mark. And they were doing some, you know, sort of questions and stuff. And I turned to my mum and I went, oh, who do you think's going to win? And my, we had sort of, uh, my mum just uh, turned to me and I think that Dung might do quite well. <laughs> and there was a little mark on the sea of Dunk. Uh, among all of his name was Dung, uh, and that's quite nice. And I was reminded of that today, uh, looking at. But of course, it wasn't just Jim Bowen uh, who passed away today. Of course, it was also um, Richard Dawkins. Uh, Richard Dawkins passed away. We also in the news. God bless him, the scientist, the uh, Lord Richard Dawkins. Uh, which is a shame because I always wanted to be at Richard Dawkins' bedside as he passed away, uh, just going. Oh God, Richard, God's coming, and she looks so mad. Um, that the last thing he ever heard. Uh, no, it wasn't uh, Richard Dawkins, it was the amazing Stephen Hawking, uh, who we said goodbye to. It's weird that it's both, um, it's both Jim Bowen and Stephen Hawking, two people who I both always used to put S's on the ends of their names erroneously. Uh, so it's Stephen Hawking. Um, that was my mum would always go, uh, are you clever? You're like, Stephen Hawking. I'm like, more than one, thank you. Um, but uh, he, yeah, he passed away, and I think that's a huge thing. He was an amazing man. Uh, we're discussing how he sort of did so many amazing things and appear on the Big Bang Theory. And he's incredible, and to, as a little honour before my time is up, I'd like to do, uh, yeah, I'm going to do my... Uh, my Stephen Hawking impression. We were ready for this. We were ready for this. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Physics is happening. Yeah. Are you ready? I love studying in Cambridge in the sixties. Because when he's eighteen, guys. When he's eighteen. Thank you. With the passing yeah. of you know such a major icon today, it means the inevitable biopic where Eddie Redmayne plays mm. Jim Bowen. <laughs> <laughs> I would love that. Uh, Jim Bowen, of course, who passed away at the age of um, 
80, or as we should say, 80! <laughs> no, no one else. <laughs> Sorry for it, Jim, but he kind of, he's done a Mother Teresa to Stephen Hawking's Princess Diana. They both famously died the same week. It's a weird Sunday when lots of ladies died, and it got... <laughs> <laughs> it first with Princess Diana, that's, that's definitely the start of a horrible <laughs> <story>. <laughs> so well because they were so desperate to cover airtime when Princess Diana died that I was watching there was some weird there was some ITV news programme and they were interviewing Danny Minogue they were like for about like she, they had him on air for about seven minutes oh, which God. doesn't sound that long but for seven, for seven minutes of Danny Minogue going I know I'm, well, I've been to Paris and <laughs> 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 um, so Steve, uh, Stephen Hawking, was he a hero of yours? Uh, yes, um, uh, I liked his style, uh, <laughs> obviously, uh, and he's, he's brilliant, he just became, I don't know, I think he sort of popularised science in a way that um, is, is sort of very laudable uh, by creating books that everyone bought and never read. God <laughs> <laughs> oh, bless him. I mean, what he did for the rainforest is vulnerable. <laughs> Science, guys, is inspiring. Um, Jack, surely this is a more important story. Like Northern Ireland, the border, the tangled relationship between Ireland and Britain has been going for centuries. This is a guy who's, who made us understand the universe. Surely that's more important. I, I don't know what he... I, do, I still don't know what he... <laughs> what did he... Wow. Theory of black holes. What is that? He came up with it. Mm. Dark matter. Did he invent dark matter? He uh, like to ask answer for it. <laughs> I think I'm he not a fan. hypothesized <laughs> that it existed and then it was proven that it did. I had a friend who went to Cambridge and she swore blind, right, that he was notorious for if he was losing an argument with somebody, would pretend to start having a seizure. <laughs> <laughs> and he probably used to do it all the time. Oh, I can't believe that. Or, what was he losing? He had a lot of seizures. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tell you what, Jack, no one understood a border like Jim Bowen. Uh, he knew the difference between a five and a double 20. Yeah. And, it was, and it was a hard border. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. very hard border. <laughs> yeah. um, I, I, did, I like how Stephen Hawking uh, like got involved in debates that he like on the NHS yeah. in a sort of fun not a fun way in a very serious way and then no one could really argue with him because it's like that's fucking Stephen Hawking what are you going to say Jeremy Hunt you idiot you're going to go off against Stephen Hawking <laughs> and, and he did to his, to his very credible yeah. did he say people who brag about their IQ test are losers yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Tom Hello. surely the Northern Ireland peace process right. how is that more important this is the future of, of, of lives how is that more important than two old white guys dying yeah <laughs> Oh, oh no, world, we've got less old white men. <laughs> <laughs> I can't look at that. All I can say is that uh, if there's one thing the Lord Island border needs right now, it's some kind of like interdimensional plane that they can yeah. both exist at the same time in both a soft and hard Brexit. You say that, but yeah, that is the plan. Yeah. <laughs> Nice black hole. Okay, so guys, two important stories. So Amy, you've been studying the news, you've been up all night, your room is a mess, it's it cork boards and string. What news story do you think is the most important story?
story of the week's news. Um, it's this one that's titled Going Down With The Sheep. <laughs> it's great guys, it's about, uh, there was some flooding in New Zealand and a farmer caught a bunch of bunny rabbits taking a little piggyback on some sheep so they didn't drown. So oh, with two minutes to persuade you, this okay. is more important to the Big round of applause for Amy most important story of the week because what it is it's an inspirational climate change story um, and we need a lot more of those it's about how how climate change is not a bad thing it can bring people together or animals together <laughs> like bunny rabbits and sheep cities uh, speaking as a vegetarian unless I'm near bacon or steak um, <laughs> but it's also about how good those types of animals, the grassy eaty animals are they're the really nice ones aren't they because let's face it, you're not going to find a tiger helping you with your tax returns or a crocodile on a woman's march. It's <laughs> a pair of shoes. So, that, you know, it's just good PR for those types of animals. Um, also, I think that this is a great story because this is a, if you want to meet friends, this is a great way to do it, a piggyback in a flood. On it, no, you <laughs> seriously, you will really find out someone's true personality in a near apocalyptic situation. No, okay, fine. <laughs> um, no, but anyway, I think it's a good story because, like, what it is, we don't have enough positive climate change stories. We're all like, oh, blah blah, dwindling resources, blah blah, too many people, blah blah, for 40% of our food, where blah 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 blah, right? What we, we need to focus on the good things about climate change, like, you know, um. Florida and all this gun crime will eventually get blown away, and <laughs> Essex will be under the sea. Wait, they're good. They're good things. It's <laughs> a climate change. Also, right? Okay. I no. Listen. I think these rabbits have got the the right idea. They're explorers, and that is a good thing about climate change. It's about five hundred years time. Yeah, sure. The Earth's going to be uninhabitable, isn't it? Uh, but we'll have to leave the earth. It sort of encourages us to get out more, <laughs> meet, meet new people. The, the rabbits have the right idea. You know, if an intergalactic sheepy went past me, I'd hit hitch of this. Guys, <laughs> I'd do it. Have I missed anything else out of this? Oh, yeah, don't look at this story, but do look at this story because then what will happen is you'll fall down an animal rescuing animals YouTube hole. And I, they're always dead. <laughs> always trying to rescue their mate. It's always some dog like nudging his dead dog mate who's been hit by a car. Story of uh, some flooding, sheep were escaping, and then little bunny rabbits thought, oh, all right, I know what's going on here. And yeah. they hopped on back, and then they all rescued. It's like a children's story. It's lovely. It's, it's great. You can, there's pictures. Wow, look it up. It's really <laughs> nice. And obviously, I'm, you know, I'm Welsh, so it's got my mascot got in it. There you go. <laughs> Happy about that. But yeah, we do need, like, we're all doom and gloom about climate change. We need some more upbeat climate change kill the human stories you know? <laughs> do you think climate change is going to make yeah, all the animals gang up on us well, I think that I find funny about climate change is there's posters of um, they go save the planet with the arms round it save the planet and I always say 
planet is absolutely fine. <laughs> like, the planet will still be here in the millennia. We won't. It's <laughs> a different sort of planet, but it'll still be here. And <laughs> um, surely, Jack, this is a more important story than yours. This is the future of a whole planet. Yours is the future of a tiny little part of the planet. I, I want to know, and yeah, you're right, sure, but um, yeah, okay, I want to know, <laughs> right? Yeah. How, how did the sheep feel about this? I don't give a fuck, they're sheep. <laughs> no, no, but like, but it's a whole, this, this, was the sheep willing? Is there consent? I bet they don't mind. They're probably just hanging out and they probably know each other. They're like, all right, then. Yeah, well, I do. They're in the same fields, aren't they? And they just hopped on and they've got no offense. I see what you're doing then. Get on. So you I were know. thinking the sheep having a bit of a me too situation. Well, I think there's a potential. It's you. <laughs> <laughs> don't you dare go Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Are you jaded? Like, to pun about sheep and. Topical hashtags. <laughs> Ugh, spoiled. I think there's a chance that the rabbits were trying to kill the sheep by Brett Jack and They weren't trying. It's not water ship down. <laughs> <laughs> they were just getting away from the flood. Water sheep down. Tom, do you believe this is a more important story? This is, again, this is proof of, of that science impact on the globe. Surely that's what Stephen Hawking would want us to be talking about. Yeah. All I keep thinking is that, you know, the top prize on Bullseye was a speedboat, and if everyone had won that speedboat, we wouldn't be so worried about uh, global warming. <laughs> Logic. <laughs> but, uh, if everyone, sorry, if everyone had won a speedboat. If every contestant on Bullseye had won a speedboat, there'd be a lot more spe- speedboats around yeah. for us to have a great time. Imagine on. if yeah. the whole world got flooded and the only people who survived were people who won speedboats on Bullseye. <laughs> well, then that's natural selection in its finest. <laughs> Congratulations to the human race. And Jim Bowen will be worshipped as this god. Yeah. <laughs> the, the he sent down the ox to save us. <laughs> <laughs> the father, the son, and the bendy boy. <laughs> to our future. Um, three important stories, but we can't care about all of them. We've got busy fucking lives, right? So using just the sound of one hand banging against the other, it's a tale as old as time. Do you think the most important story of the month's news is Jack's story that the northern, uh, that the border crisis is still rumbling on. People not only don't care about it, don't really understand it, and since this is going to be the most pivotal part of Brexit, it's the one we should be giving attention to. Do you think that's the most important story of the month? <laughs> Buddy! <laughs> I think... <laughs> I mean, it's Northern Ireland, that yeah, is the usual response. Yeah. Uh, uh, or, do you think the most important story is Tom's story, the fact that we lost two giants, two amazing minds, we lost Stephen Hawking and Jim Bowen. Do you think that's the most important news story? Or do you think the most important story is Amy's story is the fact that bunnies can jump on top of sheep when flooding gets bad and that's a sign of tenacity, nature finding a way and that we will survive global warming. Do you think that's the most important news story?
welcome to every month. Uh, different news stories, different lineup. Same old me, I'm always here. Plug in my mics. <laughs> <laughs> Plug my mics We're in the batteries going to run out. Uh, but do come along, come back, tell your friends, spread the word, and uh, have a brilliant, uh, pretty patty say. Yay! Yay!